Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Scottish Suns Football Podcast with myself, Roger Hanna, and Jim Delahunt looking ahead to this weekend's action in the Premiership and at the top of the Championship. Jim, the day starts at Celtic Park, 3 o'clock kick-off against Motherwell, but really almost as notable, 1 o'clock, the unveiling of the statue to a true Celtic great, Billy McNeil. Yeah, Billy McNeil, former captain of the Lisbon Lions, uh, legend as a footballer, legend as a centre-half, and uh, subsequently, of course, Roger, legend as a Celtic manager, and it really is a fitting tribute that uh, they're erecting this statue right at the top of the Celtic way, and uh, Celtic, I believe, telling people to get there early this week because it's going to happen at 1 o'clock, and uh, make sure uh, everybody in place for the big unveiling. The will Plenty of supporters there. Billy will be there himself with family. And I believe Ronnie Dyla and the players are going to be there as well. And it's going to be a fitting tribute to arguably the greatest Celtic of all time. Which is a great tribute being paid by the club to a Celtic great. Caesar, of course, he was known in his playing days. Nothing to do with Julius Caesar. We all know (laughs) that now. It was all to do with an actor of the time. But uh, a magnificent player. And uh, I think every Celtic fan who turns up is going to enjoy that magnificent celebration before the game against Motherwell on Saturday. Big Billy still goes to many of the games at Celtic Park with his pal Mike Jackson. They enjoy the football. Will he be enjoying what he's seeing, at least domestically, from Celtic this season, Jim? I think domestically he would have enjoyed last week the game against St Johnson. European-wise, it's been, Roger, such a disappointment, hasn't it? It really has been a disappointment for Celtic fans this season. They managed to salvage some pride against Fenerbahce, but it's been a disappointing Champions League qualification campaign, it's been a disappointing Europa League campaign, but domestically, all the chat is of the treble, and we're only in December. They must have a chance of the treble, Jim, already four points clear with a game in hand from Aberdeen at the top of the league, they're in a League Cup semi-final in the new year against Ross County, they start the Scottish Cup bid in the new year as well, away down at Stranraer. Ronnie Rella was arguably, as Peter Lowell said at the AGM, one bad refereeing decision away from a, a potential treble last year. Has, has he got the squad to have a domestic clean sweep this time? There is absolutely no doubt, Roger, he has the squad for Celtic to win a treble. But to win a treble, you don't just have to be champions, as you well know. You have to win two separate cup competitions. And somewhere along the line, there is always going to be a banana skin. And it's simply a question of whether Celtic can avoid every possible banana skins. Who can forget Morton a couple of years ago, Ross County a few years ago as well. There's always a banana skin along the way and you just have to make sure you don't slip on one of them. If we fall back in the old cliche of one game at a time, it's Motherwell first, Mark McGee back to Celtic Park. I've seen Motherwell a couple of times and I've been surprised by how well Mark McGee's got them going, particularly that 3-1 win over Dundee last weekend. Yeah, a first home win for Mark McGee uh, in his second spell in charge of Motherwell, so that'll have done them the world of good. A bit in and out though, Roger, would you say? A little bit in and out yeah, form-wise, yeah, Motherwell? definitely, definitely, but they've got they're experienced players playing again. The likes of Stephen McManus, Stephen Pearson, Scott McDonald, they'll all look forward to going back to Celtic Park. McDonald and Pearson among the goal scorers, and McManus 
credited last weekend with, with helping ease young Ben Hall yeah, into his yeah. top team debut. Well, that was a magnificent debut by Ben Hall by all accounts and great to see Mark McGee taking a chance on him. Recommended, of course, coming through the academy at Motherwell. Terrific prospect for them. Would he be thrown in against Celtic? I'm not exactly sure, but he's had the experience now. I'm sure they would trust him in a big game, but massive game for Motherwell at Celtic Park on Saturday. The bookies, as you well know, will make Motherwell massive outsiders. Celtic will be favourites to get another three points in the bag as they chase the title and the treble. You talk about bookies, Tom Cowan's forever banging on in his column in our paper, Jim, about his 12-1 to 1 in Aberdeen for the title at the start of the season. That, that slump in October, November has left them so much to do. They go to Kilmarnock on Saturday. There's not really any wriggle room left for Derek McInnes in terms of the championship, is there? There's absolutely no wriggle room left for Aberdeen, but what I noticed in the game against Hearts last week, Roger, was the fans... I think, started to believe again. Now, yes, it was a very late penalty. It was an odd penalty. We can talk about that. But it was a very late penalty. But it was three points. And suddenly, I think Aberdeen fans think, wait a minute, this slump is actually over. We can now go back about our business of chasing Celtic down in this title race. But as you say, wriggle room, zero. If they're going to keep any heat on Celtic... Kilmarnock's a place they need to go and win, Jim. Kelly's defeat last weekend, they slumped down into the relegation playoff place. Mm. They've been poor at home, you know, you remember losing four at home to Dundee in the first day of the season, four at home to Ross County, five at home to Thistle a couple of weeks ago. Aberdeen will fancy their chances. Aberdeen have to fancy their chances because now we've got to December and January, Roger. This is where Aberdeen have to start winning games and putting another run together. Kilmarnock, as you say, are right down there. They're in this equation for relegation playoffs down at the bottom. They are so inconsistent, it is unbelievable. You simply can't rely on Kilmarnock this season to put two performances back-to-back. And Aberdeen, if they are serious title challengers, again, they have to go to places like Kilmarnock on Saturday and get all three points. How important is it that Adam Rooney keeps scoring? He converted the penalty there against Hans late on, as you said. He got so many goals last season to keep them in touch at the top. He is the key man, surely. He's the key man, and he's the key man for the fans. You just have to listen to the chance when he scores a goal. Rooney, Rooney. And he's the man who's been putting the ball in the back of the net for them. And long may that continue from an Aberdeen point of view because they need him to score a lot of goals for them if they are to be serious title challengers because obviously Celtic have laid Griffiths banging the ball into the back of the net on a regular basis. Aberdeen, to be title challengers, you need somebody like that and they've got to look to Adam Rooney as the man. I think after that singing, Jim, we'll need to keep you away from the karaoke at the Sunsport Christmas night out. St Johnson and Hearts, fourth against third, McDermott Park on Saturday. You could argue it's probably the most attractive fixture on the Premiership card at the weekend. St Johnson... Having seen Hearts lose at Petaudry in the Battle of Second and Third, St Johnson will fancy their chances and fancy that they can still put pressure on Hearts for third place. The trouble with that statement, Roger, is I thought St Johnson should have fancied their chances against Celtic last week and I don't think they showed any belief in themselves whatsoever. They were on a magnificent run of form. They were arguably the form team in Scotland going into that game last Sunday afternoon against Celtic and... From my point of view, they didn't show up. They now have another chance against another top four side in Hearts. And Hearts, I would say, played particularly well at Pitodri. Looked happy enough to be going away with a point. Disappointed to lose that ridiculous late penalty, Jordan McGee's handball. But uh, yes, St Johnson will fancy their chances. But again, I think Robbie Nielsen and Hearts will fancy their chances of getting another point on the board at the very least. I noticed on Sunday when you were tweeting about St Johnson not really believing themselves, you get into a spark with celebrity St Johnson fans, you would call him the actor Colin McCready. I knew the point you were making though, Jim, because mm. 
when you see the way Tommy Wright sets and Johnson out, yeah. they always look better away from home than they do at McDermott. They do seem to look better away from home, and that is a problem for them. And I wonder if that, Roger, has something to do with the atmosphere at McDermott Park, because away from home, they seem to have very little pressure on them. At home, the few fans who do turn up seem to pile the pressure on them for some reason, which I've never quite understood. Yeah. But I'm not convinced that that was the reason for their poor performance last week. I just thought they lacked belief against Celtic and that's a disappointment for me because you're looking for not only Hearts and Aberdeen to challenge Celtic at the top but you're looking for other clubs to give them a game and I thought last week was an ideal opportunity for somebody like St Johnson to get at least something out of the game and I think they disappointed not only their own supporters but a lot of neutrals as well. Even now, the week before Christmas, I'll be sure the top four, the, the teams will be heading, flying the flag for Scotland and Europe next season. Do we know them? Do we know it's Celtic, Aberdeen, Hearts and St Johnson already, do you think? I think we do. Whether they finish in that order, I'm not convinced. But certainly Celtic, certainly Aberdeen, certainly Hearts, certainly St Johnson. Ross County for a while there looked as if they might be in the mix, but I think they'll now be very happy with a top six position. But certainly one, two, three, four. What order that one, two, three, four is in, I'm not quite convinced as yet, because Hearts could still come good. And St Johnson, if they get their heads together, could still come good. But Celtic, Aberdeen, Hearts and St Johnson you would think that's going to be the top four. You mentioned Ross County there. I actually saw them last Saturday, Jim. They they won 3-1 at New Douglas Park. Awful in the first half against Hamilton. Terrific in the second half. Jim McIntyre was thrilled. He's been annoyed at their away form this season. That was only their second win on their travels in the league. They go to Fernhill to take on an informed Partick Thistle really on Saturday afternoon, but does one away win on a Saturday guarantee you another away win the next Saturday? Well, it certainly does not, especially when you're going to Partick Thistle. One defeat in the last eight games, Roger, and of course, as you say, 1-0 winners at Dundee United last week. Fairhill will be absolutely jumping pre-Christmas for this one. I know it's only Ross County, as people in Glasgow would say, but I think Partick Thistle on such a great run. They're 11 points ahead of Dundee United going into this game. What an opportunity with Dundee United away to Inverness on Saturday for Partick Thistle to put some more daylight between themselves and United at the bottom of that table and keep themselves away from that relegation playoff spot. Yes, Ross County will come with a bit of confidence uh, after what they did last weekend, but Partick Thistle, I suspect, might just be favourites for this one and their fans will certainly think of them in that respect. Are, are Thistle becoming the new Motherwell or the new Kilmarnock, Jim, a team who we no longer look upon as a yo-yo team, a team now that Alan Archibald has improved year on year and are now set fair as a sort of middle of the table Premiership side? Well you're certainly looking at Alan Archibald Roger has has been one of the established Premier League managers now or Premiership managers now the way things have been going over the past uh, couple of seasons but uh, he is in there he does have a terrific record he's got a guy in Chris Doolan who is scoring goals for him at the moment I think that's four in his last three after last weekend up at Dundee United Partick Thistle, are they established? Yeah, I'd go as far as to say that they probably are because I'd worry about Kilmarnock this season being in that relegation playoff spot. And yes, of course, Motherwell came through that relegation playoff in magnificent style against Rangers last season by an aggregate of 6-1. to one. But would you fancy Kilmarnock against Hibs or Rangers yeah. over two legs at this stage, the way all three clubs are playing? One of the impressive things for me about Thistle as well is they just, they, there's no fanfare about them. They just go about their work professionally, quietly, even yesterday a, a new deal for Mustafa Dumboya who has impressed at right back since he came in in a short term contract and the, the squad just seems to improve year on year and as you say, Doolan keeps providing the goals. 
I wonder, Roger, if it's because there aren't any great expectations and there aren't great expectations which the manager and the directors have to manage there. Uh, it's been terrific news for them this season to get rid of their club debt. They're obviously getting terrific help from the Euro Millions winners, the Weirs from uh, down there in Largs. They've ploughed a lot of money into Partick Thistle. It's helped them immensely. Uh, expectations on the field have never been extremely high and maybe that's a good thing because... Uh, Alan Archibald and his players seem to be able to handle those expectations, go about their business, and they've had a terrific run this season. As I say, I saw Ross County win at Hamilton last Saturday. The Ackies, they can be something of an enigma. They were good in the first half, they had a lead, and then they just collapsed in the second half. But it's an ideal game for them this Saturday, Jim. A way to a Dundee side yeah. who really seem to be in something of a slump at the minute. Dundee are in a slump. I don't think we can get away from that. I think Paul Hartley would even admit that, that they're in a slump at the moment. They had a great rerun, or a good little run of 1-1 draws where they were picking up points, but it's not been so good in the last couple of weeks. Hamilton Aki's undoubtedly better away from home. How do we explain that? I'm not 100% sure, but undoubtedly better away from home. They'll fancy going to Dundee. Dundee won win in their last 11 games. That doesn't read well at all. And for a team which had top six, top five ambitions at the start of the season, I'm not convinced they would or should have them anymore. And uh, Hamilton, I think, if, you're ans- if I'm answering your question, I think they'll fancy going to Dundee on Saturday. Our, our Edinburgh reporter, Jim Robert, Robert Martin, he had a strange season last season with both Hibs and Hearts down in the Championship. He was heading to venues. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. He would not normally head to on a Saturday afternoon. Our Tayside man, Robert Thompson, is that something he could face next season? Could Dundee United and Dundee both go down? I suspect Dundee will not go down, but I worry now about Dundee United. Eight points behind Kilmarnock. Look at the next five fixtures, Roger. Inverness away on Saturday. Motherwell at home. Hearts away. Dundee away. Celtic at home. Where's the next win coming from? In that five-game spell? Can't really see it, can you? I mean, these Dundee derbies, they're always special occasions. Neil, our producer of these podcasts, a, bit, a big United fan, he'll tell you that. Tail end of last season, there were people biting each other in these derbies, but they'll certainly be showing their teeth in the New Year derby this time because there's so much at stake for both teams, Jim. There certainly will be, but as, as I just said there, Roger, that's four games away for Dundee yeah. United. At some point in these next three games, they have to get a win 
to go into that Dundee derby. Yes, it's just down the road at Dens, but it's still an away game. Dundee will still have the bigger support. And Dundee United, I think, going into that Dundee derby at New Year, will have to have at least one win under their belt. And remember, this is a team who the new manager, Mixu Patalainen, referred to recently as rubbish with a capital R. <laughs> well, if they have to get a win, I don't fancy it being on Saturday at Inverness because... John Hughes is beginning to get his squad back. He's got all the injured players back into the team. They looked far better in beating Kilmarnock up there at the weekend. And I would say, if there's one surefire bet in the Premiership this Saturday, it's Inverness for a home win. You would think Inverness for the home win would be the banker bet on that six-match coupon in the Premiership, the Ladbrokes Premiership, on Saturday, Roger. Ian Vigers with his two goals in the 2-1 win over Kilmarnock last week I was watching Sky Sports on Saturday and the great Jeff Stelling still referring to Ian Vigers as Ian Vigors <laughs> but he knows his name he knows he can score goals he's back scoring goals John Hughes will be delighted he's back scoring goals that was their first win in a month very significant I think for Inverness to get that win under their belt you said they're getting players back they seem to be getting a bit of confidence back maybe that's just at the right time as they launch their defence of the William Hill Scottish Cup Inverness, Caledonia and Thistle there's been some strange results on that coupon this season Roger but that would be a very strange one if Inverness were to lose at home to Dundee United if things had gone differently earlier in the season Jim this could be a fixture where John Hughes was a Dundee United manager exactly uh, will he be quite happy the way things have turned out he didn't get the chance to go to Tannadise. He ended up getting a new contract, a longer contract and a pay rise to stay in the Highlands. And quite clearly, he's got a stronger team than the one he would have inherited at Tannadise. He certainly does have a stronger team, Roger. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But you just detect in all of John Hughes' recent interviews that he wanted a shot at that Dundee United job. He was disappointed that he did not get a crack at it. And yes, he's got a longer contract at Inverness. Yes, he's got a better contract at Inverness, but he would have so much a better contract at Dundee United, and he'd fancy his chances of working for with all those marvellous young players that they have down at Tannadice, who, as yet, Mixu Patalainen has not been managed to shape into a winning unit. If they're favourites to go down, and we've already discussed so many of the candidates who could land in a relegation playoff place coming up from the Championship... We've always looked at it as being a two-way fight between Rangers and Hibs, but when you listen to Peter Houston talking this week, this is a man who has just taken a point from Hibs at Easter Road, could have had three, and is about to host Rangers at the Falkirk Stadium, Saturday lunchtime, live on the television. He still fancies his chances of being able to, to, to gatecrash this championship title party. And rightly so, Roger, because if you remember in the game at Ibrox between Falkirk and Rangers, Peter Houston was very, very disappointed that his club did not take at least a point from that game. And he will have his players well up for some kind of revenge on Saturday for this home match. Remember Rangers, we watched them last weekend, 2-2 at home to Morton. Possibly fortunate to get a point in the end against Morton. And that's taken nothing away from Morton because the Jim Duffy will tell you, our Sunsport columnist, they played extremely well on that particular day. But Falkirk, I think they'll fancy their chances. The bookies won't fancy their chances. But I think Falkirk will fancy their chances of taking something from Rangers and getting themselves, making this a three-way title race, not just a two-way. Is, is this an early hint for some of the tips for the Saturday column in Sunsport, Jim? Well, I don't think I'm going to go all the way and tip Falkirk to win, but I do think they might take something from the game. And the draw price in these Rangers matches is always quite decent as well, so watch out for that. Falkirk against Rangers, I would imagine Falkirk, despite being at home, will be big outsiders. Rangers will be odds-on as usual. 
And they'll just ignore the fact that they had a 2-2 draw at home to Morton last week and make them favourites. I can't believe you didn't get a Warburton big outsider joke in there somewhere, Jim. <laughs> but you talk about the draws. It was a draw for Rangers against Livingston. The draw last weekend against Morton. The defeat at Hibs. Are championship managers beginning to suss out how to play against Rangers this season? I think they are because early doors they did not have a clue how to play against Rangers and Jim Duffy as we both know is a great tactician and he will have been studying Rangers over the past few weeks and he'll have gone to Ibrooks with a game plan which to some extent has worked out for him because Morton have taken a point away from Rangers as Livingston have done in recent weeks as you rightly mentioned there Roger. Falkirk as I said, disappointed not to take something from Rangers the last time they played them at Ibrooks, and I think definitely they'll fancy taking something this weekend. Is a win too big a step at this stage of the season? Possibly, but I'd certainly fancy Falkirk to get a draw at the very least. Returning to the Bairns boss, Peter Houston, fascinating words from him through the week. He's talking about league reconstruction. It's a tale that's been sparked by his chairman, Doug Henderson, who's keen on a 16-team league. He admits it's unlikely that the SPFL will want to reconstruct from 12 to 16, but Peter Houston's belief is if Falkirk go up automatically and Rangers or Hibs slip in a playoff, there would be league reconstruction to allow those two teams to come back into the top flight. And it's a story been fuelled by the Aberdeen chairman, Stuart Milne, speaking after the club's AGM of his desire for Rangers and Hibs to come back and the need of premiership clubs to have the likes of Rangers and Hibs and their bigger supports back in the top flight. It, it was nice to read in Sunsport that it was Peter Houston saying this and not one of us, Roger, because we would have been described as cynics if we had said that. But uh, I tend to agree with Peter. I think if Falkirk were to go on and win the title and either Rangers or Hibs did not go up, or both did not manage to go up uh, as the runners-up in a playoff, then there'd be an emergency meeting summoned and something would be done about it. I've been banging on about a 16-team league for 25 years now, probably longer. I still don't think it'll happen. You've obviously had history with some of the biggest broadcasters in the country, Jim. Uh, will the broadcasters, the people who put the, the money into the club's pockets, will they be against it because it'll probably deny them four old firm games? Yeah, in all, in all my time at STV and Satanta Sports and on radio, it was always said that the broadcasters wanted four old firm games. They said they wanted four old firm games guaranteed, which of course was always ridiculous because what if Celtic Rangers had a bad season and finished in the bottom six? But no, <laughs> these four old firm games were in the contract, which makes you wonder what would have happened if Celtic Rangers had finished in the bottom six. But no, I think it's going to stay 12 or 10. I doubt very much, despite my preferences and others, and Peter Houston, that it's going to go to 16. So that means one automatic up, potentially a second up through the playoffs. Yeah. Hibs, having dropped points at home to Falkirk at the weekend, couldn't count on his dropping any more at home to Queen of the South this Saturday, could they, Jim? You wouldn't have thought so. You'd think Hibs would have to win that game against Queen of the South at the weekend, and I'd fancy them to do so. I saw, within the past six or seven weeks, I managed to watch both Hibs and Rangers at St Mirren, both, both games at, at St Mirren, and I thought over the two games, Hibs were by far the better side. Now, you can't judge those two clubs on two away games against St Mirren, but I'm expecting a lot more from Hibs than uh, maybe what we saw last weekend, and I think uh, Alan Stubbs and his players will put that right this week and get the full three points against Queen of the South in the hope for them that Rangers drop something at Falkirk. Queens have been in the promotion playoffs in each of the last two seasons. Uh, they're just outside that 
top four just now, Morton holding fourth place. A Queen's side are just beginning to suffer from losing so many of the good players who have been through Palmerston in the last couple of years. I think they are, and I think there's a, a disbelief among Queen's fans that they can get in this mix. I don't, I don't think they can get in the mix. I don't think they've got the players to get in the mix. As you say, Falkirk, Rangers, Hibernian, Morton pushing their noses in there. Nobody really expected them to do so. Queen of the South... I can't fancy them to win Easter Road and I can't fancy them to get to the top four despite magnificent achievements I'm going on their to, part last year. I'm going to Easter Road for the game on Saturday and if the game had been the last couple of seasons you, you, you could have made an argument for Queen's getting something and they have had decent results in the past at Easter Road but I just can't see past Hibs that now look as if they've got, they can score goals from all different areas of the pitch. Cummings, we know about Malonga, we know about James Keatings has made a big impact since he's come into the team. And even at the weekend there, Martin Boyle off the bench to, to rescue that point against Falkirk in injury time. And interesting, such a key player for Hibs, John McGinn, that they're appealing this yeah. uh, red card of his from last weekend. Uh, I saw it, I'm not so sure they will succeed with that appeal, well. but we shall see. But he is such an important player for them. If we take this weekend and the Rangers game out of the equation, just in case he's not playing in either or both of those games, I would say John McGinn is the key player for Hibs Despite the goals contribution from Jason Cummings, I think John McGinn is a magnificent footballer. He's an improved footballer since he left St Mirren to go to Hibernian. And I think he could help carry them all the way to the title. But like I was talking earlier about Aberdeen against Kilmarnock, Hibs have to win games at Easter Road against Queen of the South if they are going to properly challenge Rangers for the championship. And a quick word for John McGinn's last club, St Mirren. It's been an awful season, Jim. I don't need to tell you. I know some of your family have season tickets. at It's uh, the Paisley 2021 Stadium, as we now have to call it. <laughs> Away to Alloa, then at home to Livingston. Two huge games in the bottom three. They've still to get a manager yep. after Ian Murray's resignation. But Alloa have appointed Jack Ross, a former St Mirren player, to take over from Danny Lennon, a former St Mirren manager, if you're still following me. And would you believe Paddy Conley was in charge last week and Alloa got their first win in yeah. 13 games, which was absolutely <laughs> astonishing. But Jack Ross, a good friend of mine, has taken over there at Alloa, as you say, a former St Mirren player. I think he'll do a good job at Alloa, but I think this game might be all about St Mirren. St Mirren have to start winning matches. It would be a disaster if they suffered a second successive relegation. And the way things have gone this season, there is every likelihood of that happening, Roger. But they have to start winning. I don't want to wish... Jack Ill in his first match in charge of Aloha but from uh, the St Mirren fans listening to this I think they'll want to get that win on the card on Saturday against a team which has struggled against everyone all season ironically though not against St Mirren at the what are you calling it the 20 Paisley 2021 stadium the Paisley 2021 stadium because I saw that game as well St Mirren absolutely dominated took the lead looked as if they could win by four or five and Aloha, under Danny Lennon, came back and got a 1-1 draw. Well, people, including myself, Jim, have scoffed at the notion that St Mirren could go down in back-to-back seasons, but you look at them losing at Dumbarton at the weekend, if they were to emerge from these back-to-back games with Aloha and Livingston with anything less than four points, they're in a relegation scrum. 
They are in a relegation scrap, there is absolutely no doubt about it. And I think Alec Miller, will he be in charge for both of these games? Will he be in charge for longer? There are some conspiracy theorists who think he may well be. Will Alec Miller make sure they don't lose both these games, give the new manager a platform to build on? I suspect he will. Will the players react to Alec Miller in a way that they did not react to Ian Murray, who was there with Alec Miller for the last few games? That's going to be fascinating as well. But you're right, they could be in a relegation scrap. They have to take... And I would go along with you in this one. Four points minimum from the next two games. Jim, that's great. Thanks very much for your time and enjoy the weekend of football. Thanks, Roger. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.